on earth. Nothing. Nothing new on earth. It, it, may, it may look like it's new, but when you get down to the base of it, it's the same thing that happened a thousand years ago, 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago. You're now in tune to the Heaven Bound Broadcast with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Billerica, Georgia. Now prepare to be empowered and equipped with the rich word of God. Um, we want to consider one verse in chapter 10, the book of Zechariah, chapter 10, and we want to consider one verse. How many love the word? Zechariah 10. And, and uh, if you don't visit Zechariah much, just avail yourself to the table of contents. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Even scholars have to go there. Don't you scholars? But consider Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 2. If you're there, say, Preacher, I'm, I'm there. Ready? For the idols speak delusion. The diviners envision lies and tell false dreams. They comfort in vain. Therefore, the people win their way like sheep. They are in trouble because there is. No shepherd. They are in trouble because there is no shepherd. My subject tonight, troubled sheep. Troubled sheep. And we're going to give our God a big hand of praise before we go further. In a nutshell, the verse reveals the danger of listening to the wrong voices. Or listening to too many voices. Sometimes you, you can listen to good preachers, legitimate preachers, but depending on your level of maturity, it can actually cause you to start following somebody you only know on te by looking at them on television or on the internet. You can start following that particular person more than you follow your pastor. Good preacher, <laughs> legitimate preacher, but you listen to him or her more than your, your shepherd. Nothing wrong with listening to others, but if you can't listen without forming a wrong connection, 
you shouldn't listen. Paul had to tell one church, he, he says, though you have many instructors, you only have one father, one shepherd. And you always have, have to remember and identify your shepherd privately and publicly. Always let folks know you're connected to someone. Even let the devil know you're connected. Or demons know you're connected to someone. The text is specifically about listening to two pseudo-gods. And when I say God, I'm talking very small case G. <laughs> but even false gods can mess you up. Can say certain things that, that will cause your mind to drift from the truth and start grasping something that as country folks say that will mess you slap up. Turn you every which way but loose. And, and so it's, it's important to consider what the prophet Zechariah revealed when it came to these two false gods. And in doing so, we also have to keep in mind what, what Paul said in reference to things that were, were written before our time. Paul talked about our things in reference to the Old Testament were written in order for the children of God to learn, to know what to do and what not to do. Or being more specific, to know what to think, not to think, what to say, not to say, and what to do and not to do. We have to learn from the scripture. But we have to take it further than the scripture. We also have to learn from things that are going on around us. Because we never want to get caught up to the point to where we find ourselves out of the will of God. Or we find ourselves not being in the place that God has ordained for us to be in. For we know the best place and the safest place to be is in his will. And when it comes to a church, the will of God is going to be spoken, taught, preached through your shepherd. We understand according to 1 Corinthians 11 and 1 that, that saints of God, leaders and laity, are to follow their shepherd, as their shepherd follows Jesus. Amen? Amen? So let's consider the text. Let, let's just consider what he says here. He first talks about the idols, how, how they speak, notice, delusion. One definition of delusion is when somebody speaks something false but is believable. And because it's believable, some that hear it start adhering to it. You, you have been there, something sounded so good 
that was false. And you believed it to the point to where you started investing in it. And it took certain things happening before you finally realized you done been duped. You finally realized that, look, man, I done invested in something that I thought was going to make me such and such. But, Lord, I just done lost a whole lot of money. If you done been there, just put that hand up. And see, that's what Zechariah revealed in reference to idols. These false gods were speaking delusion, speaking something that, that sounds right, but is wrong. You, you know, a professional can be an idol. Somebody who you pay to see can be an idol. Now, now based upon the definition I'm giving you, if, who, if it's someone that tells you something that sounds believable, sounds true, and you adhere to it, but then you find out what they said mess you up, according to the text, that's an idol. You don't listen to the wrong voice. You don't believe something you had no business believing. There are folks that, that were doing all right in reference to their help. They, they felt wonderful until they went to see somebody in a white coat. That it spent years in medical school. And they told them a particular thing. And based upon what they told them, they allowed that thing to get in their mind. And then their health just started to go down, down here. Some of us have family members like that. Is that to say that we should distrust doctors? No, we, we shouldn't distrust doctors. We, we just need to make sure that, that we understand that we need to acknowledge God in all our ways and then allow him to direct our path. Because I'm going to tell you something. I believe there are saved doctors. Now, hold on now. But I also believe there are doctors that are demonic. I believe there are preachers that are saved, Christian. But I also believe there are demonic preachers. I believe there are great teachers. But I also believe there are demonic teachers. What I'm, what I'm trying to get you to understand is that wherever you have something that's real, you're going to also have something or somebody that's false. The only one you, you can truly trust or trust entirely is God. You have to be able to trust God. That's the reason Solomon said in, in Proverbs 3 and 5, trust him with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Or just because you are smart, you are intelligent, does not mean you know everything. So don't lean to your own understanding even though you're very smart. In all your what? Ways. Acknowledge who? And he'll direct your. It's dangerous to listen to the wrong voice that will cause you to believe something false 
because it sounds right. It sounds right. But he didn't stop there. He talked about Davinus and how they envision lies. Notice, they, they envision lies, false dreams, and comfort in vain. Modern day diviners are palm readers. Fortune tellers. I don't even know if they, they still have tarot readers. You know, the ones with the little cards, they probably do. But then we, we have to consider what we got on, on the television. Folk advertising about the latest psychic. And then you got testimonials about how great the latest psychic is. You hear me? Solomon said there is nothing new on earth. Nothing. Nothing new on earth. It, it, may, it may look like it's new, but when you get down to the base of it, it's the same thing that happened a thousand years ago 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago. There is nothing new under the sun or on earth. Nothing. So you have to be careful. Because, as I stated earlier, it's dangerous when you start listening to, to voices That God never ordained for you to listen to. Whether it's one that we have in the, in the text. Or whether it's somebody that invited you to their church. Or invited you to hear this particular speaker somewhere. It's dangerous. You have to be led by the Holy Spirit. If you're not led by the Holy Spirit, you, you'll think you're doing right and end up hearing something. And before you know it, you done mess yourself up. I've had folks that were members of the church that are no longer there simply because they were invited somewhere. I heard something on TV, was curious about an email that, that they received, and now the very one that saved them and, and, and had witnesses that knew God had saved them filled them with the Holy Spirit. Now they have blasphemed. Get, hold on, the Holy Spirit. And do you understand that once a person blasphemes the Holy Spirit, there is no room for repentance. Jesus said, you will be forgiven for all manner of sin. Saving the blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. I asked a person, I said, well, so... You did you you saying that what you had wasn't, wasn't right, it wasn't real, the Holy Spirit. So what was that? Well, according to the teaching, such 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 so. So you don't believe in the Holy Spirit. You don't believe. I said, but there were witnesses that saw what God was doing in your life. Now, see, this is a dangerous thing right here. When a person starts, when a person starts blaspheming, according to the book of uh, 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, God himself would turn them over to strong delusion. 
where they will start believing, get this, a lie instead of the truth. What happened to the angels that, that listened to Satan? They started blaspheming. A third of the stars is what the scripture calls fallen angels. What happened to Judas? Started listening to the wrong and sometimes, like it or not, the wrong voice can be your spouse. What happened to Sapphira? She listened to the wrong voice. Peter was real. Peter was real. Uh, Plain to her. Her husband had already died. They were on their way to bury him. And so Peter said, look, uh, tell me this. Uh, such, 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 such. And she said before a prophet of God. But she still held on to that, to the lie that her husband convinced her to do. She still held on to it. And, 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 and uh, some people would consider Peter harsh, but Peter just said to her, I said, look, same one that just took out your husband, you know, he, he did for lying. They're going to take you out too. And she fell dead. Because they had basically blasphemed the Holy Spirit. On occasion, writers would tell them, you, you, have not, you have not lied to man. You have lied to the Holy Spirit. And so you can't allow yourself to get caught up and listen to the wrong voice or voices. You can't be to the point to where you, you're ju you just have an ear to just want to hear something. And so consider what happened to the ones that, that listened to the wrong voices according to the text. Let's consider it again. Therefore, the latter part of verse 2, therefore the people when their way like sheep. Zechariah 10 and 2. That latter part. They win their way like sheep. When you win, you wander aimlessly with A false purpose. You meander saying that you're looking for something, but what you're looking for is out of the will of God. And I'm talking specifically to saints. You can never be to the point to where you feel like you have to do what you have to do and not submit to the will of God. You can never get to the point to where you think that you're so mature, so knowledgeable to where you don't have to submit to his way, to his will, to his season, to what he has ordained to be. And so they start to wing. They just start to wonder, just, just keep going. 
just keep just going places. Church hoppers is what we call them in our day and time. They just, Pastor, I got to go. What's going on? God, leave me somewhere else. Well, he did. And, and, and God will lead you different places, but God going to always bear witness. God is never going to do something that's confusing. Because according to 1 Corinthians 14 and 33, he is not the author of confusion. And Paul specifically was talking to the church. He's not going to do something that's going to be confusing. It, it's going gonna to be something that's going to be clear. It's going to be plain. And more so than anything, it's going to be according to what is written and what he has revealed to his prophet. Amos 3 and 7 says, surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secret unto his servants, the prophet. And once you find yourself connected to the person that God has ordained for you to be connected to, that's your prophet. That's the one you submit to and, and, and you do according to God's will by following that person. Y'all staying with me? The antithesis of win is to stay put. That's the antithesis, to stay put. And, And see, God can only do certain things for you that you need. If you just stay put. If you're meandering, he can't do it. In in the book of Acts, the 27th chapter, Paul was aboard a ship, and of course, and the ship had got into troubled waters. And so a whole lot of chaotic stuff began to take place. But then the Holy, Holy Spirit dropped in Paul to talk. To the centurion of the captain of the ship. And this is what he told him. He said, look, he said, except these men stay, they will not be saved. They can't win. They can't mend. They can't try to do what they feel they need if they don't stay they will not experience deliverance I, I think I need to read that for y'all I probably do Let, let's go to Acts 27 real quick I know I'm quoting a lot but I, but I want to read this Acts 27 and 31 Paul said to the centurion, this was the leader, and the soldiers, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be what? Ain't no salvation going to take place. They're going to have to stay put if they're going to receive salvation. What was he doing? He was speaking not just as an apostle, but a prophet. Letting them know, it's time to stay. It ain't no time to be doing this, that, and the other. It's time to stay. And when you, and when you tell folks that they need to stay or need to do certain things uh, in our day and time, some folk, and we may have a few tonight, or get mad. I said some folk will get mad. I respect you, pastor, but I know what God is telling me. But see, the verse lets us know that if you win, you're acting like somebody that does not, that's in trouble because you don't have 
a shepherd. Where you going? I don't know yet. God, he's just telling me it's time to go. He ain't telling me. Notice this. Notice again. Zach, go back to Zechariah 10. You done seen Acts. Let's go back to the primary text. Latter part of Zechariah 10 and 2. Therefore the, pe therefore the people win their way like sheep. They are in trouble. The root meaning of trouble is confused. And I just talked about how 1 Corinthians 14 33 says God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Peace. Whether in the Old Testament or the New Testament, whether we're talking about shalom or whether we're talking about a reign, peace represents prosperity. God is the author of prosperity. God is going to make sure you be productive in every aspect of your life. But you can't meander. You can't wander aimlessly and, and be productive in life. You're going to hit and miss. You're going to especially miss. Why? Because you're out of the will of God. I hope you're seeing tonight that, that the text is showing us the blessing of having a shepherd. You, you, you have to see the blessing of having a shepherd because notice how he closes this. He says, they are in trouble because there is no shepherd. she's so hard head just doing this that and the other she in trouble she confused even though she'll tell you she's not because she has no shepherd and you know some folks have play shepherds oh they call them pastor but, but, but when you Really acknowledge your man or woman of God as a shepherd. You're following him or her. According to 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. You're, 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 you're carefully watching to make sure that they are in, in the word. That they're living what they teach and preach and you're taking steps you never want to be a sheep without a shepherd some of us got so called friends that don't have shepherds And the stuff that they say, you'd be like, good God. They go to every conference it is. Don't let no tent mean come to town. They're going to be right there at the tent mean with their Bible tamarind. Ready to hear. Bible study going on, but they're at the tent revival. And they ain't told nobody nothing. Just meandering. You got to always act like you got a shepherd. And don't be ashamed to tell folks you got a shepherd. And especially tell them, and he led by the Holy Spirit. Because a legitimate shepherd is led by the Holy Ghost. You can't even be a son of God, tr true son of God according to scripture, without the Spirit of God. For many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are 
But, but see, this, this is what I really want to deal with for a few minutes, and then I'm, I'm going to be done. I got one more scripture I'm going to show you, but I got to deal with something, and then I'm going to be done. We don't need to sit in the church, but not be connected the way we should to our shepherd. You got to be connected to your shepherd. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're not connected to your shepherd, eventually what's going on here in Zechariah 10 and 2 will start manifesting in your life. You will get, you'll get in some trouble, and the first thing you will do is, is, is search the Internet. Look on television. I'm just trying to find the word. I listened to so-and-so the other night, and he gave me something, but I'm looking for some. I'm just in the word. Yeah, but you, you, you ain't in the word the way you need to be in the word. You need to be in the word according to the scripture. Again, nothing wrong with listening to others, but you have to be to the point to where you never allow what you hear from somebody else to break the connection you have with your shepherd. That never needs to happen. You need, you need to be so connected to your shepherd to well. You're comfortable with asking him about this, that, and the other in order for you to be on the right path. I want to show you one, one passage that echoes what I have been saying. Let's go to Numbers, the book of Numbers. I think I'm going to go to Numbers 27. And let's just consider, let's just consider what Moses said to the Lord. Y'all all right? How many are enjoying the teaching? Yeah. This type of teaching can make you mad if, you, if you're not where you need to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, this is healthy teaching. Yeah, because see, we never want to get to the point where we think more of ourselves than we, than we should. You know, talking crazy stuff. He, well, he put on his pants the same way I put on my pants. Who didn't know that? Who, did, who didn't know that? I mean, Lord, that the pants are designed to go on one leg at a time. Who, who, did, who didn't know that? I mean, good God, who didn't know that? God speak to me too. Uh, who didn't know that? We know God speak to you. And he should. If you, are, if you are one of his children, he wouldn't be right not to speak to you. He's going to speak to his children. He's going to talk to his children. But God speaks only certain things to you. He does not speak things to you. That he has reserved for the ears of your shepherd. He's not going to do that. That's the reason, again, when I quoted a while ago, Amos 3 and 7, surely the Lord God will do nothing unless he reveal his secrets to who? His servants, the prophet. He may even use you to bear witness about something that your pastor is saying. But when it comes to the secrets of God, it's reserved for your shepherd, your prophet. I went to see the prophet the other night. He was prophesied to. Yeah, you went to see the prophet, but your real prophet is your pastor. Yeah. And if the prophet you went to see is not bearing witness to what your pastor has been telling you. It's a problem. 
God not going to go against his, his word. You're not going to be a sheep at OCC. And God going to tell you something in contrast to what he would have you do. That your shepherd done been telling you. Unless your shepherd falls. And we know Pastor Richard. What's that middle name? <laughs> Richard D. Dobbs and not. I'm going to leave it at D. He's not false. He's not perfect, but he's not false. Numbers 27. I'm closing with this. Thank you for your patience. Numbers 27, we'll start at verse 15. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation. And notice the three things that, that Moses knew needed to happen in reference to who the Lord set over the congregation who may go out before them go in before them who may lead them out with four things and bring them in notice why that the congregation of the Lord may not be like sheep which have no shepherd. It's a good thing when folks say, you know what, you just like your pastor. It's not a good thing when folks say, man, you showed on that like your pastor. <laughs> but notice what he said. He, he said, set someone before them. That's, and notice what the shepherd is going to do. Going to go before the sheep. going to go, always going before when they go out and then when they return up front bringing them back back to the house always before never time to where the sheep are beside sheep are in front you don't see that in you don't see that in a text. But but now understand this, because see when, when teaching like this is taking place, folk always start to think about jackleg shepherds. Moses Moses specifically asked who? The Lord. He wanted to make sure the shepherd wasn't gonna be. Pseudo, jack leg, or something else. He wanted to make sure that, that, that God put his seal of approval on the one that would be set over the congregation. We know, we know there are uh, shepherds. That, that they'll call that, but if the truth be told, they just hire it. That's all, that's all it's about. We need somebody that's going to preach every Sunday. And so this is what we need. This is the list that we need you to do. And they just call them pastor. They ain't leading sheep nowhere. Their only vision is, is doing certain things in order to get that check. But real shepherds will do what they do and ain't getting no check. 
They'll go years doing what they're doing and won't get no check. Preach, Walker, you're talking about yourself and these other pastors over there that know, that, that'll be willing to do it even if they didn't get anything. That's the reason you appreciate somebody who, who is in it not for the money, but is in it because God has ordained for them to do it. And that's the reason when, when you have events like this, you know that the servant is worthy of the pay. What we going to give him tonight, he worthy because what he is doing is straight Bible. Seeking God's face and, and coming up with a word for God's folk. Because we, we're in crazy times. You, you have... You have uh, at least six organizations right now. Pastors don't have the liberty to seek God for the message to feed folk. They can go anywhere in the country. And if, and if the name of that church is such and such, it don't matter where they go. The message that's preached in California is going to be preached in Georgia. They get a booklet. This is what you're going to preach first Sunday in March. This is what you're going to preach the fifth Sunday in April. And if you're not there and, and you put somebody up, this is what they ought to preach the fifth Sunday in April. That's not just one organization. That's numerous organizations. So folk, no matter where they travel, they'll be able to hear the same message done cut the Holy Ghost completely out. See, the Spirit of God, when it comes to, to legitimate pastors or shepherds, can have the person, can have the person seeking God for a message and God drop something in their spirit. But between God dropping in their spirit what, what to teach or to preach Come that Sunday, God can turn around and tell him, say, listen, this is what I want you to do now. And you hold on that. Don't seem like that's right. Well, the same thing happened to Jude. Jude started to, to write the saints in reference to the common salvation. But then all of a sudden, it changed. How did it change? The Holy Spirit led him to encourage the saints to build up themselves on their most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. He went, he went completely different, but it wasn't his decision. It was the Holy Spirit's decision. God is in charge. And when it's a legitimate shepherd, it's going to always be God's will and not his or her will. Going to be just like Jesus, the servant, man. Not as I wish or will. Your will be done. You know, I would have loved to come in here tonight and just do a Jeremiah 3.15. God said, no, you got to let them know how blessed they are that they're not trouble sheep. Folk that just go from place to place to place and are confused. But what want you to think they're deep. God ain't led me to be nowhere. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't listening to it. You're not listening to him. A real shepherd is going to make sure that you go out and get what you need, but he's also going to make sure 
when it's time to come back in. You're right behind him. You're doing what you need to do. He's always going to make sure that, look, we got to have the mind of Christ. Let's go. Let's go. We got to have the mind of Christ. All right. You haven't been on working all week? Let's go back in. <laughs> Let me give you some more. You know what we got to have? The mind of Christ. Bring you home to give you what you need. Then make sure when you go out, he's right there. Whatever your shepherd gives you, you, sh- you, should, you should put it in force in the church and outside the church. In your house and outside your house. And I'm going to stop right there. We pray that you have been blessed and inspired by today's message. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your prayer requests and testimonies to our website at occvr.org. That's occvr.org. We would like to invite you to partner with us as we share the gospel all around the world. Just go to our website at occvr.org. Click on the Give button to give online. Or you can utilize text to give Text GIVE to the number 770-692-2225. That's 770-692-2225. Join us on our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, and connect with us on social media. We also invite you to join us in a live service. We're located at 3097 South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia. Visit our website for more details at occvr.org. Until next time, remember, without a vision, the people perish. See you next time for more Heaven Bound with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia.